Are we are we going? Uh, no, sorry. Right. Hello. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought for a second. I wasn't I clear. Jesus, he's he's let things slide. Yeah. I say you casual Wednesday here at the Gaming Show podcast. He hasn't even said hello. Welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. We're back with all the gaming news from the last week, such as it is, and we're going to dive straight in with Zynga tries charging random prices for DLC and fails. Now we're in. Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> hello. Um, yeah. What a random way to just really piss off your entire customer base. Who, by the way, you're not only asking, but I think they've been, they've got a cheek asking people to pay $5 for a pretend car that's made of computer information, but let alone randomly charging other people $14.99 or $34.99 for the same thing, depending on when you log in and then saying, oh no, this was just a, just a marketing thing you know sorry if you're affected by this so um people are rightly pissed off i hate zinger at the best of times mm. um i really loathe and detest uh in-game payments and that sort of thing i don't do it i've ne- no i did it once once many years ago i bought some donuts for the simpsons ipad game Right. It's interesting you mention that because I I have to own up to something. Here. Okay. <laughs> I we talked uh, you know in a, a last week or the week before or at some point in the past about gaming addiction. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the one time I can honestly say I was addicted to a game was Family Guy the Quest for Awesome Stuff. I don't know how, but it got its hooks into me. And I spent Far too much money on that game. I know uh, well, a deep sense of shame about that. I I would like to say. I mean, just don't. First of all, don't don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. It, it's those games, and you can't see, but I'm doing air quotes <laughs> yes, around games one. because I I don't think they are games. Simpsons tapped out Family Guy: The Quest for Stuff, which was essentially the no. same game but with Family Guy instead oh. of The Simpsons. They're identical not, yeah, yeah. They're, they're not games there's no challenge the challenge is wait long enough without paying as money and mm-hmm. the the problem is is that y- you are exactly a rat in a maze looking for a treat mm-hmm. the, the science behind this is purely once I, uh, once I had made a single payment I sort of I, I had to justify that and that led me down a, a rabbit hole of just one more payment. Just one more payment. Just one more payment. Yeah. It's it's horrible. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I I I insist they aren't games and I think their borderline shouldn't be allowed in the app store. Mm. But because they are just psychological science experiments on a user. It, it's just uh, press the button, get a re- get a little biscuit. Aren't you happy? Keep pressing that yeah. button, please. And that's that's um, uh, yeah, I managed to get out after uh, they did a... Because what they did is, you know, there, there's the base game and then they have regular events where, you know, all of a sudden it's Valentine's Day or mm-hmm. whatever. But uh, I managed to get out after they had a Star Trek event where they had uh, next generation skins and next generation... You know, they had... And this is... I feel sort of a slight animosity towards the cast of TNG because all of the cast of TNG <laughs> came in and, you know, provided voice lines and there's Patrick Stewart telling me to give them fucking money. And it's a, don't do this to me, Patrick. It's like, I'd set my head on fire if you told me to. So please, exactly. I hope that you won't tell me to. I, yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's when I managed to, after that event, I managed to make a, a clean break, and I have not gone back since. Good, good for you. I think yeah. there should be support groups for this, because oh. it's, it's horrible. Yeah. Um, but what has Zinger actually done then? So, they, th- this is a micro... Tra- they're all to make bullshit happen in your game more quickly, aren't they? Or here's yeah, a, exactly. Here's a picture of a car we've drawn. Would you like to buy it for £5? Um, yeah. Here's some stats with a picture attached. Yeah. If you pay us money, this one will help you do marginally better than everyone else who isn't paying us money until the next event when a better one will be available. So... All right, so they literally just gave each individual user a random price on the DLC. Yeah. Seems to be, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it seemed to be, it does seem to be those, it was at one of those intervals, you know, uh, $4.99, $14.99, or $34.99. Some people got it at the cheapest, some people got it at the most expensive. And they said it was a, you know, they, they called it an experiment. And I mean, yeah. <laughs> But you're experimenting at being a dick. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I can't believe that someone actually looked at that price and saw it was thirty four ninety nine and paid it. No, again, that's, that's, what got that's me. it. I mean, I never paid that much in one, you know, lump sum. <laughs> that's a whole PS4 game, thirty four ninety nine. Yeah, I was say, that's a whole game, like a new one. I mean, maybe yeah. not a proper AAA title, but thirty four ninety nine. You know what it is. It's Scientology. Yeah. Once they've made that first payment, yeah. once you've made that first five ninety nine payment or four ninety nine payment, then you know when they eventually ask you for the thirty five dollar payment, you know you've paid that yes, much anyway you? in the past altogether. What's one more? You know. Yeah. What's another Dianetics book between friends? Exactly. So. Exactly. Oh, it's horrible. But I, yeah, I, I couldn't believe. I mean, I'm you know, no one likes thinking, but whenever the story, whenever you, you know. Uh, I, the story was done. I genuinely couldn't believe that it was real. No, but they did it. They did it. Do you know what people? I, I don't play games on your iPad or your phone because they're all shit. Get a 3DS or a Switch or fuck even a PS Vita or something. You know, I, I don't you know, know what's the saddest thing here. I just looked. I just scrolled down to where you shouldn't go on the internet. The comment section. Oh, and. The most upvoted comment is one defending them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The addiction is real. Yeah. Exactly. I really don't like it. I I really feel like it's borderline immoral. I think it's using the powers of science for evil. (laughs) You know, it's it really is. It's we'll take what we've learned about human behavior and reward and and versus punishment and all of that and we'll apply that to something we'll call a game and we'll use it to milk people for their cash i think that's borderline immoral Mm. i i i don't know i could certainly i'm not easy with it i wouldn't i wouldn't feel happy running a company that did that and i it's just i'm not a fan I'm really not yeah. a fan. Or you can take that thirty four ninety nine, give it to a company like Nintendo, and get an actual game that is all there in its entirety, and it's fucking artwork. You know, yeah. God, not even Nintendo. I got Puyo Puyo Tetris for thirty four ninety nine. I can't put that down. Well, you could just, you know, if, <laughs> you know. If, it's, if it's paper and money, you could literally just take it and eat it, and the nutrition that you derive therefrom <laughs> from, yeah. would... Would do you more than 
what you're getting in this game. 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 We need to come up with a voice for that. Yeah. Game. And it's a game of the face of the furious as well. So you know it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a good game, is it? It's it's a fucking movie game, and there does not exist a good one. Well, actually, that's not true. Mm. But you've got to—I think you've got to go back twenty-five years. Yeah, the one that always comes to mind for me is Batman on the Amstrad, for the the Michael Keaton Batman movie. I feel like that was the last good movie game tie-in. I might be wrong. Mm. I will study I it as I go back through my classic gaming collection, <laughs> which I'm not <laughs> not making. I'm not. Anyway, yes. next new story. Oh, uh, Zinger are still pricks. Next. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Zinger, uh, right. Sports Direct buys chunk of game. Speaking of dicks. Oh, uh, I took my line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, controversial retailer, Sports Direct, has pl- plunged a huge amount of cash into game. Uh, controversial? Uh, <clears throat> controversial. Oh, right. Okay. Um, for those of you who don't know, Sports Direct are a company that are famous <laughs> for treating its staff like shit. Champion yeah. zero hour contracts. Yeah. And basically working in, you know, would you like the experience of working in Dickensian workhouse in the 21st century? Well, Sports Direct has got your hook up. Um, yeah, if I worked for game, I would be extremely worried. I would. Because yeah. I would not want to work for this man. Yeah, Mike Ashley, the the owner. Uh like, look at that picture of him on the on the article. Yeah. You don't need yeah. to know anything more about him to know he's an arsehole. Well established prick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, boasts bit pretty much that he uh, pays less than minimum wage using sort of uh, loopholes and all this you know crappy practices. The working conditions uh, in his in his stores are really Perfect. awful, really really awful. Um, so I doubt that the exchange of ideas is going to go from game to sports direct. I think it's going to be very much the other way. And if I was working a game, I would be very uncomfortable right now. Absolutely. It says that they've got 25.75% stake in game. That yeah, is it's a not, big not controlling, but that's... It's a yeah. big chunk, isn't it? That's a, I will have yeah. an opinion and you will fucking listen to it level. Yeah, for a company that have been, you know, floundering for the better part of a decade. And I don't, not, I, I still yeah. feel bad for game. I, I, I feel want, bad for the employees. Yeah. You know, the shoot, you know, the boots on the ground. But, say, I don't um, deserve this. Not at oh, all. Yeah, not at all. They're, they're, I, I love our local game. The people that work there are, are actually really good people to work in a shop. They're the, mm. They care about what they're doing and they want to talk to you about it. And that's, that to me is what I want from a game store. That's what they should be like. And, and they don't deserve this shit. This is the thing. No matter how bad, you know. I mean, let's not let's face it. Game, they did die a while ago. They they yep. you know they went into receivership and then they were resurrected by some Scottish firm who bought them up. But in all that, in all the sort of financial troubles they had, we never had stories about their working conditions, which no. to me says that they were at the at, at the very least fine. Yeah. So now that they've had this, you know being bought over um it would be a sad irony if things were now to become worse for the employees absolutely i mean they with the store itself with game i do think there's a lot wrong with it there's a lot that i wouldn't do or would change immediately if i were in charge but 
I still want them to do well because I want there to be a game store. And I, I want that game store to be staffed by people who care about games and want to talk to me about them. And mm. there's one of those in Keithley right now. It's just there. And, <laughs> like, don't fuck it up. And they're fucking it up. And uh, <laughs> they have to be bought by Sports Direct. Ugh. Right. Just oh, stop only yeah. selling pre-owned games. It, it's and, and fucking stock Nintendo stuff while we're at it. And... Instead of blaming them for not, they do, you don't even stock the games. Game, really? oh, you know, it, like was it last week or the week before, whatever? God, we've only done two previous shows, so it, it was one of them. <laughs> when we was talking about game moaning that they didn't make enough profits because Nintendo didn't yeah. give them enough yeah. switches, and like, yeah, but not every Switch-related product is made by Nintendo. There are games published by other people, and you mm-hmm. don't even have those. Yeah, you know, I don't know about you, you lads, but my local game has started selling a weird sort of assemblage of random bric-a-brac oh. as well as games. They are um, slowly being taken over by Funko Pops. Yeah, and <laughs> random T-shirts from like te- like eight-year-old games and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. weird Plushes. things. Yeah, yeah. plushes, uh, Walking no. Dead toys. That's <laughs> yeah, a new one. I could buy Michonne's samurai sword in toy form. Which mm. I did kind of want. I don't. I don't wish to do that down. Um, <laughs> um, there's a time when it would have been on my Christmas list, and my dad would have got it me because he'd have wanted to play with it later. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. They, like, they but, they you know, you've got all that shelf space. It's like, could we have some games in here, lads? You know, like you say, actually, not just pre-owned games. How about some new <laughs> things that I came here for in the first place, and you haven't got? I mean, the thing is, they make much more profit off the pre-owned games than they do off new ones. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's why they're doing it. But still, you know, I, I might want to buy the occasional new game. And <laughs> you charge new game prices for the pre-owned shit. So come on. It's a bit. Yeah, yeah there's some yeah, so the stuff very, I changed. Very odd. Yeah. I don't think the people who are running it know what they're doing. No. No, yes. I mean, um, like their, their availability of, of things is very strange. I mean, this is years ago now, but I remember it was when one of the Professor Layton games was coming out and there was a game near my my office at the time and I popped in and said, hello, um, I'm thinking about coming in and getting one of those. Uh, do you think you'll have stock tomorrow? And he said, oh, no, you better pre-order it. And I was like, it's coming out tomorrow, so what's pre-ordering it going to do? And he said, well, we're not going to have any. So I was like, uh, okay. So I sort of went away and came back the next day just to see. They had about a 1,000 fucking copies of this thing. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you know, help me out. Just throw me a bone here, mate. You know, it's <laughs> Yeah. You're not being the most sort of user-friendly experience, but I mean that was years ago. But um, it sort of sticks in the mind. Oh, absolutely! It, it and all... your mileage may vary store to store. You know, owner to, or yeah. manager to manager. Yeah, this was the one in my office, and so it was in central London. So you know, I think they were you know diffi- What's sort funny of trying is to avoid getting mugged every minute. <laughs> you've both said the one near, but to my memory, you know, living in Belfast, there were like three within walking distance of yeah. each other. This was before they went under. This and, was for some reason game's strategy was buy all the retail. Yeah, I think that was partly retail. why they went under. It was just... Yeah. I, I think at one point there was something like six in Meadow Hall. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, they, they bought all the other game retailers and just didn't close them down at all. So That's right. They bought GameStop, didn't they? They Over bought here? GameStop. They bought yeah, GameStop, yeah. Uh, Electronics Boutique. 
Oh yeah. Um, yeah, because it, in in my local our little local shopping centre, which is about a five minute walk, we had a game and a game the game stop next yeah. to each other. Yeah. So one of them's got to go. Absolutely. And so yeah, when they when they did that in Meadowhall, if each of those chains had two stores, they all became games. It's, so there were like a, six games. Like, why do? I, how is that possible? How it's can a business they, model that has only ever worked for Argos. Yeah, pretty much. And that's it. You know, even Index didn't last that long. God, even the vape shop that I go to in Keithley has opened up a second branch in Keithley. And even I think that's a bit like, really? <laughs> Lads, would you like to know how many vape shops there are in Great Yarmouth currently? In literally like a, a two bit, like, a, you know, a less than a half a mile radius from where my house is. Eight. I get eight, that it's a growing eight. thing, but for fuck's sake. I mean... It's weird talking to two English people as a Northern Irishman and feeling like the most cosmopolitan because I come from Belfast. Well, you are. By, by At least I, I have the, the, the common decency to come from a capital. Yeah. I mean, well, I suppose, <laughs> no, no, look, you can claim London, can't you? I, just, yeah. I live in the country now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, you are. We are very anti-cosmopolitan right now. Don't, <laughs> awesome. don't be bringing any of that foreign muck around here. No, that's true. But I mean, we have we have got we have now diversified here in Yarmo. We have apart with the game, so you got a CEX also, and we also have a that's entertainment, which is um, if you sell your shit to Music Magpie, that's where it all ends up. Uh, that's entertainment. Ah. Um, so yes, um, so they have also an extremely baffling approach to video game. So they have or our local one, has like a teeny tiny shelf, which is, you know, sort of all the X- the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 stuff, because they haven't got many of those. They've got an enormous cabinet full of old consoles, so like PS2s, mm. PS1s, GameCubes, Dreamcasts, and then they've got another rack, which is all their, you know, 360, PS3 stuff. But all their 360 stuff is priced like it's a game on the Krypton Factor. So, <laughs> seemingly at random... One will, you know, some of them are priced six for six, six for five pounds. So this would be things like, you know, sort of crappy tie-in movie stuff, and no one could possibly care about these things, or really ancient, you know, Madden two thousand six and things like this. Some of them will be five for ten. Some of them will be two for thirty. So you have to like, <laughs> if you pick up a game and go, "Oh, I like that," and then you look at the sticker, it's then basically. You know, like, I think if you then manage to pick out enough, you know, enough games with the same sticker on, I think you get tapped on the shoulder and asked if you'd like to join the intelligence services because it's not possible. There was a story, it's funny uh, about that, that uh, a guy in America managed to, uh, I think it was, I think it was Game, it might have, or no, GameStop over there. He managed to use their, uh, trading system and their membership system where you get more money if you're a member you get more money on trade-ins and he managed to work it between that and his local walmart and their deal system to turn a single game purchase into a brand new nintendo switch brilliant sort of by you know (laughs) gaming the system and you know slowly you know stepping things up uh, at every point uh, using their various deals and whenever the you know they found out about it they were like yeah yeah, we know people do this. Fortunately, most of them aren't smart enough to do it, so it's not really a major concern of ours. And I thought, yeah, that's fair enough because it's such a, it's very clever, but it sounds like such a ball ache. 
back and forth between two stores. It does, doesn't it? Really, it's yeah. like just just buy the games at this it, point. Yeah, and also, I mean, I, I presume that we've all worked retail. If I saw that bloke coming, I would be like, "I'm taking a break. Fuck it, I'm not talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dealing with him today." I I have never worked retail. I I do I also not. Have never oh, you lucky bastard! Yeah, I do not do well with the public. Um, yeah. That's 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 not because I would not walk away from the dickhead, and I would stand there and go, "Do you know you're a dickhead?" And <laughs> I I feel that's frowned upon as behaviour. Yeah. Uh, so no, the closest I've come to retail was uh, working as sort of a what would you call it? Uh, uh, you know, odd jobs handyman. It does a bit of everything, and uh, that lasted until my boss saw me. Uh, I was mopping the floor one day, and someone stepped in where I was mopping as I was mopping it. And as he walked away, I stared at him and <laughs> shook my, my mop threateningly. Just, you know, a silent little protest. But yeah. Yeah. You know, the Pope's um, recently uh, brought in a, you know, a fourth way to become a, become a saint. I think you should introduce a fifth one. And the fifth one is work retail. And not kill anyone. You have <laughs> to have that anybody. caveat in there. Yeah, literally, uh, my body count should be in the thousands, but it's not. <laughs> there you go. I wish you hadn't told me about this fucking music magpie star because this is going to cost me oh, a right. fortune now. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say if you find if you find one, go and look at the if it's anything like the one near me, go and look at the three sixty or the PS three rack and try it and work out what the fuck is going on with five, six of these, four of these, two of these. I can't work it out. This is cheaper than other places on certain things. Oh, I'm <laughs> Oh, well. See, I'm, but I'm not collecting old games. That's not happening. No, of course not. No. Oh, do they have GameCube? Oh, Christ. I know. <laughs> oh, God. No, they don't. They don't have a GameCube section on the store. That's, that's disappointing. Or oh, do they? Hang on. Wii DS, 3DS, Wii U. No. What are they doing with all their GameCube stuff then? Where's all well, that they had going? It last, I, I walked by the other day and they had a, game, a GameCube, the actual console, in the window, but I've never actually seen any games in the shop. So Maybe they just know. take all the discs and put through them into a big pile and stand laughing at them. <laughs> I feel like discs. that's what either they're doing. On, you know, it, either that is going, all the lads who, who obviously put all this stuff in the shelves, they're skimming, I bet. A lot maybe of this they, stuff gets skimmed. Maybe they play a game where they throw in all the the, uh, the GameCube discs and then they throw in a single uh, PSP UMD. <laughs> and, you know, they have the new employees dive into the pile to, and try to find, and the, the one who f- manages to find the UMD uh, gets an extra coffee break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are actually a bit more expensive than CEX. Oh, I'll keep an eye on that. But it's another place I have to search now. Oh, well. Been buying some random PlayStation games. I'll tell you about those in a bit anyway, because they're yeah. good. Let's talk about this Atari console, because I've been dying to talk about this Atari console. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand what it is. Can someone explain it to me? No, it, no, no nobody no. knows. No one knows. No. We know it's a box. We know it's called, made by Atari, and they called it the Atari box. Which I admire. Yeah. I admire that. <laughs> I think it's a no very bullshit. it's a very nice looking box. It's a very nice looking box. It looks. I the first thing I thought was that would be a very nice thing to put a Raspberry Pi in. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, um, that was my first thought. 
we we know that it will play classic Atari games, and they've said current games, whatever. Like the, what? Well, that what does I that mean? mean? That yeah. what does that mean? Is is the question? I'm Candy guessing Crush- it'll run. Yeah, it'll run some version of you know an Android app store. What? With a bunch of games. So it's an Ouya or whatever that thing was, basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. I think it, I, I would bet that's what it's going to be. I disagree. Um, I, I, will, no? I wish to put my money on a different horse. I think it's a Steam box. Oh, Steam boxes. Because it, it's right. We know it's got HDMI out. We know it's got four USB ports on the front. Yeah, but and- so do I. It's 2017. <laughs> yeah, but I had them put in. What What are you doing on an Android device that you you could possibly ever need four USB ports for? There's the, there's really what what mm. one of the great four player games on Android? <laughs> can um, Can anyone name me one? I'm uh, well, sure there's a version of Uno. <laughs> you know, it's it's. I think it's a Steam box. They've said it's based on PC technology. This this is a Steambox. I'm so calling that. That's that's my that's the one I'm backing. Steambox. And and what the you know, finding out that it's got four USB ports on the front. And what looks like a whole load of stuff on the back, actually. There, there's yeah, well, the, the the four USB ports are on the back. On the front, it doesn't have anything. It's just a bunch of lights, which I think Oh, is that what are that signifying is? controllers, I think. Right, yeah, that would seem to so So to what you said, I go we will ever see in real life all four of those lights lit up. Yes. So on the back, I can see uh, Ethernet, four, ports, yeah, Ethernet, HDMI, HDMI that one, yeah, the round one looks like power. Is that a USB C? That that uh, oval one on the left on the bottom. Sure it says that one of them is a. It has an SD card port, so I'm guessing it's a micro SD. I yeah, I think that might be that little slot on the right on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, and then Mystery Port. And then Mystery Port. So, yeah, my money's on Steambox. Mm. I think, because that's current games. It's such an ambiguous term. Yeah. And the additional thing that it's going to be crowdfunded. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, to risk limit. I can't, oh, yeah. I can't uh, wait that's till a, they still try and charge you the thick end of 400 quid for this nebulous object. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was Kickstarter or whatever, crowdfunded. Yeah, yeah. To risk, uh, to limit risk-taking this product will initially be launched within the framework or a, of a crowdfunding campaign. So, yeah, however, I mean, I, they say it'll come in two models. I mean, who's going to get anything other than the one with... Wood green. The wood one, yeah, no. I know. Yeah. There's no way I wouldn't get the wood one. Yeah, absolutely. It was the same when the I mean, Switch came out. With Do you want the coloured Joy-Cons or the grey one? And you thought, yeah. oh, who, what sad bastard's getting the grey one? Have some fucking joy in your life, would you? That really is a personality test right, right there. It really is, isn't it? Um, if, if one was more expensive than the other, I'd have understood but they were the same price you just had to click a different box that was it so it's like get the colored one you miserable bastards anyway yeah and i do feel that nintendo doubled down on that by having the sort of rubberized coating on the uh the switch and the joy cons be uh sort of oh not yeah very good for applying uh veneers to i it never i never really considered the idea that they knew that and did it on purpose until now until just now 
because it's become clear that they want to sell me different colored Joy-Cons, which I'm annoyingly okay with because I mm. want a red and a blue Mario style one. If you could just get on with that, please. Or uh, <laughs> you could do a Zelda color combination. You see what it does, and it's just the same thing I already have, and it's green. So I want mm. to pay £80 for it. It's fucking Jeez. stupid. But... Well, we, well, yeah, just theoretically, like if they put this thing on a retail, the, the Atari box. Mm. What potentially, what p- potential value would you be willing to pay for this just as an oddity? Because I think it looks great. It does, absolutely. Certainly less than £100. Without, oh, but, far less. Yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm saying this without knowing anything about what this thing does. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'd be, object. yeah, I'm willing to pay what it, I'd be willing to pay what is reasonable for all the bits and work that you've put into it. You know, it's just that right now we don't know what that is. So um, if it's, if it's more towards the Android, uh, classic gaming end of things, then really not much. Yeah. Because I have no emotional attachment whatsoever to all Atari games. Uh, and I can't think of a single game on any of the sort of first three Atari consoles that I'd want to play. The the only game that's bringing in mind when you mention Atari is E.T. Yeah, and who wants <laughs> to sit and play E.T.? <laughs> who wants the, that shit? Th- these are not good games. These were when games were barely games. As I've said before, these are like the silent movies of the game world. Like, yeah, yes. you can be into old movies, but I think there's, they're always a step too far, aren't they? Uh, and Atari games are it. I don't want to play like, oh god, Pitfall, oh, and, and yeah. shit like that. Games where you're just trying to beat your high score. I have no mm. interest in that. So it would need to be much more. Uh, I don't know a modern console. In which case, you're then up against the Switch and the PS4 that are in the <laughs> living room. And good luck with that, Atari. Good, good luck yeah. indeed. Uh, yeah. I don't feel that would be an area worth getting into. I'm, I really hope you haven't done that, Atari. Uh, mm. I think they might be trying to leverage uh, a the, the small bump in sort of brand notoriety that's going to become from uh, the new Blade Runner film, which bafflingly still has Atari ads in the back of the year 2048. Yeah, drop that shit, guys. It's, it didn't happen. But yeah, no. Maybe they're just ex- yes, they're just excited. Like it's in, we're in fucking movie. Yeah, we're in. Yeah, we're in the future. It's it's gonna happen. Do it. Yeah, yeah pass me I my mean, hoverboard. <laughs> but they're they're um, really teasing the shit out of this thing. It's it's driving me a bit nuts. Just fucking tell us. Well, what's interesting is they haven't shown any controllers. Whether, you know, what, what they're planning, if it's going to be sort of a, the, the, jo- the old joystick design or if they're going to go for something, you know, more modern and less shit. Well, again, that I think the controller design would give a lot away, uh, especially mm. if it was a particularly complicated joypad, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. However, if you're going to do this and not make a new original style joystick, for playing those classic games, then you're really leaving thirty nine ninety nine on the table from everyone who <laughs> buys this, aren't you? Really, um, you're gonna you're gonna buy that if you buy this console. If I'm gonna play Atari games, I want a proper Atari controller with f- five controls: up, down, left, right, and fire. 
Um, <laughs> but obviously that can't be the only controller because there's not many modern games at all that you're playing with up, down, left, right, and fire. That's very much how you live your life, isn't it? Up, down, left, right, and fire. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, poor Allison. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. That one tickled me. Um, so, yeah, I don't think they can show off the the controller yet. And also, that might yeah. give it away if it's a Steam box, which it so is. I'm, it so again, is. No date. No date for this. All they've done is here's a peek. And, you know, there's no... We'll be revealing this, you know, quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, you know, nothing like that. It's just look at the thing, what we're doing. They have. I don't know if they've said it this time, but generally they've been okay with saying we're going to announce another meaningless bit of information in two weeks or something. And yeah, there's there's no certainly no release date for the Mm. the box. But then again, if you're crowdfunding it, you've got to wait till you're crowdfunded, I suppose. True. Very true. Um, Very, Very true. And what if they don't meet their target? Well, then they don't make it, I suppose. Yeah. New titles. I, I will. I will be looking forward to. You know, I really hope someone puts. You know, from these photos, puts up a three D printable model that you can stick a pie in. That would be. I will do that. Do you have a three D printer? I don't, but um, there are places you can order, you know, oh, right. there are places okay. on eBay where you can, you know, say, you know, you email them a model and they'll say, yeah, we can print that at this resolution for X amount and then post it to you. Oh, cool. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. See, eBay is very much the place for that. Now I feel like in some way looking at a custom box, my Raspberry Pi. Yes. See, I mean, yeah. that Atari is what you're up against. With you, yeah. I, I could have every Atari game ever made on my Raspberry Pi right now, but I don't because I don't care about a single game. No, no, not not a single one. So, mind you, I'm not. None of us are quite old enough for the Atari, as old as we no. all are. The Atari mm. was before my time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, I'm better about that. I am better about you know not having a. A console with wood grain on it. Oh, I, I like it though. I, yeah. I kind of like though. I wish wood grain was on more stuff. Almost as better as as I am. While I did, I, I am part of the generation who got to have their you know consoles with transparent plastics. Why did that stop being a thing? I don't know because it was pretty cool, wasn't it? It was awesome. My yeah, first I like Game my Boy. transparent Game Boy. Yeah, yeah, this transparent purple Game Boy, and then I got the GBA, and then it just stopped. And all the, they, the N64s. N64s. I'm pretty sure they did a few Playstations. They did uh, a clear green uh, Xbox. I the original a, model. I have a crystal Xbox. Oh, you lucky boy. You yeah. know what then? You say, because the, um, the Xbox custom controller shop is, because it's been in America for a while, but they're now rolling out some new countries. Yeah. They're missing a trick not doing a see-through controller. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a real, you know, I just do not know why they haven't. If, bothered to do that if i can do anything to make you feel better about not having a crystal xbox do you know what's inside an xbox is it a big hard drive yeah. or a big disk drive well technically yeah but all of those <laughs> things are contained within a further solid metal box so uh, what I, so what i can see through the crystal xbox is a metal box There's, but does it or does it not look better than a regular xbox eh, it's, <laughs> it's all right I mean, <laughs> right, we we got it 
God, when will have... Alice and I were together at the time, but I think we're looking at maybe 2005 or six, and we just... My Xbox that was my original one broke, and we just went and got whatever pre-owned one they had in-game at the time. <laughs> and it happened to be a crystal one, so we just got that one. Well, what's funny so is it my... got a giant controller with it, the Beast or whatever they used to call it. No, no the Duke. But the Duke. I, I do have those from my original one, uh, uh, but the crystal one came with some see-through smaller controllers mm. so they match which is nice i also have a yeah. silver ps2 with a silver controller which is a bit knackered but then it's all all of my home consoles have been sort of the boring default colors uh you know the blacks or grays except except for my my xbox which did come in that but it was uh i took it on upon myself to modify it I uh, spray painted it pearlescent green, just the X, masked off the sort of side vents. Oh, that's quite and nice, it, actually. It it did look quite nice. I then thought that looks really nice, and I did it to the control pads as well, which looked quite nice. It's something. But then that... I started to play with them, uh... and my hands turned bright green. Uh, so those quickly became, you know, player two and three control pads. <laughs> but yeah. the, the cool thing was, uh, I eventually treated that in. So I'd love to know where my pearlescent green uh, Xbox ended up. Someone got that. I'm like, what the fuck Someone is this? That. It's all over my hands now. <laughs> <laughs> it was decent paint. It just couldn't stand being handled. You know, speaking of the trading in things, I got a couple of uh, memory cards for this PS2 today, full of save <laughs> games. Just full no. of save games from like 2004. Did you erase them? All of them. Oh yes. I don't have any of the games that they were save games for, and even well, what then, were the games? well, there were. Th- God no, what games? That's a tricky question. I th- I remember there being a Call of Duty three. There oh, was the a, co- a couple of Tiger Woods saves. <laughs> there were lots, but I can't remember the games I randomly deleted from two pre-owned memory <laughs> cards this afternoon. Well, that's not good enough. Sorry, <laughs> I knew I should have written them down. This is the kind of flavor that this podcast needs. Yes. <laughs> oh, let's see. What else do we have? Nintendo Switch lines are hell. Yeah, I saw this on, on, on a few YouTube shows. It's you, right. Switches just can't be made fast enough, apparently. No, not in Japan, apparently. So um, I think obviously the main complaint is that in uh, the that part of the world, it's summer. It's extraordinarily hot there, very humid, very icky. And so people go and stand in line for hours and hours. And then the uh, the right to buy a Switch is then allocated by lottery. So they'll do a big raffle. And if you pick out your number, um, then you are allowed to buy a Switch. And then the rest of you can bugger off. Which I would um, be fucking livid <laughs> with if I showed up. <laughs> That's yeah. why this is only happening in Japan. I we, mean, first come, first serve. It's a decent system. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. would we would riot in this country, and that's us being polite and queuing. Yeah. We just yeah. we can queue, and then you can yeah. come out and say, look, at th- this point in the queue, you might as well all go home. Exactly, that, that, that would be yeah. fine. Um, but no, this, this is, is Japan. Like, this this would end up. This is sort of. You know, the levels of outrage, right to your local paper, right to the Daily Mail, right to um, like a consumer, like watchdog. And then what would actually happen to this one is the BBC local news person turns up 
that would be the the level of rage that would happen in this country it, it if that be. happened. <laughs> would be indeed. I mean, <laughs> Nintendo just fucking make switches. Come on, man. Come on. It's, their, with it. it's, it's literally their thing. You know, make the switch. That's all you have to do, and you really have to do it. Because clearly, so get on with it. They can sell every one they make. Yeah. I, I did a, after I read about this, actually, I did a quick search around and you can't buy one. Really? Yeah. You just, good luck with it. You can't buy one. Amazon haven't got any. Curry's PC World haven't got any. Um, I thought John Lewis had some. And then when I followed it through, they were like, yeah, for maybe delivery in September. Like, ah, that's, <laughs> that's not having it though, is it? John Lewis, that's, that's two months away. So, um, yeah, you just can't get one. Game uh, CEX is selling them for three hundred and fifty quid. Jesus, pre-owned. It it was almost enough that it made me think. Well, how much do I need that console right now? Because yeah, you I could have made yeah. a t- I could make a tidy profit off it. I paid two hundred and seventy nine ninety nine, and pre-ordered. It's funny. The only one I've seen in the wild was in our local Sainsbury's. The day after it was launched, there was just one on a shelf, and I sort of looked at it like, huh. and I've never seen another one since. Yeah, you won't for a while, I don't think. Um, they are highly sought after. I recommend to everyone that you get one, but good luck with that, unfortunately. I've got one friend on Switch, because <laughs> that's, that's all the people in my circle that can get one. It's bizarre. Um, and so clearly it's bad in Japan. But I think they sold nearly 12 Xboxes there in the last week. So that's that's good news for Microsoft. Yeah, look it up. That, they're they're the people I want to meet. The Japanese people who are buying Xboxes at this point. It's like you do yeah, know you're one of... Games. The people who've got Switches aren't playing games, are they? This is going to be the next... Yeah, this is going to be the next part of the story. People in the lines will be buying Xboxes to throw at other people in the lines because a decent size, that, you know, an Xbox box, that could take out a, a decent size. Japanese person, I think. I think uh, so. When thrown. So that maybe might boost the sales of uh, the Xbox in Japan. Certainly the original uh, Xbox is the size of a, an average Japanese person. Absolutely. Absolutely. It only, it's uh, ridiculous. It only just fits underneath my TV. And holds a coat of paint much, much better. Yeah. So, so I would buy one, but I'm kind of mad at Nintendo for a really stupid reason. Um, like years ago, we, cause we I got a Wii when they were popular, and um, I've since seen you do the old Wii Fit thing as well, <laughs> and get the you know the old balance board and all that sort of thing. Problem is, well, they don't tell you. Uh, I'm you know I'm I'm a lady of, of husky bearing, and um, you know you stand Sorry, on the that's my new on- favorite folk band, <laughs> the lady of husky bearing. <laughs> and you know I stood I stood on the thing, you know, and they do the assessment. And you've got, you know, you set up your little me, yeah. your little me person, oh, yeah. and they made my me super fat. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, I'm, I'll just be emotionally devastated by that, they, Nintendo. Thanks ever so much. Yeah, that was the thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. They really The cost- Japanese have no, culturally, they, they have chill. no problem with calling you out on that there, shit. There was a lot of complaints from parents whose kids it made fat, and everyone was like, yeah, but your kid's fat. <laughs> You know, yeah. what do you what do you want? <laughs> stop yeah. stop giving him chocolate all the time. But you know, um, it never occurred to me. Of course, it does that to everyone, not just it children. Does it to everybody. And who yeah. wants that? Plus, you are dealing with Japanese sensibilities of what is you know fat or skinny or you know 
uh, uh, overly skinny. Yeah, maybe which, they were they were trying to be complimentary. Maybe, yeah, but maybe they also failed to take into account, uh, you know. They we, might as well just put the thing underneath saying they, are. they might as well just put the thing underneath saying, have you considered sumo? You know. <laughs> Honourable profession. Honourable profession. Very much yep. so. Very much yep. so. But yeah, the Wii Fit thing did not go, that, that little feature did not go well for them. Uh, see, I, I, I don't, I, the Wii Fit wasn't a big thing, but I, I keep seeing every time I go down, uh, out and about, uh, around electronics places, uh, Fitbit are selling smart scales now. Yeah, I think they tweet your weight or something like that. You can, you can certainly Jesus, can get ones that no. tweet your weight. No, uh, thank you. No, hell no. Oh, the other thing is as well that they don't tell you with these things, which is also a reason why I'm mad at Nintendo. After I was using the Wii Fit thing for a while, there's one of these things where you can like sort of jog around a virtual course and you just do it jogging on, on the spot, essentially. And um, I wrecked my knee ligaments doing that and was in, <laughs> I was strapped yeah. up for two weeks. I fucked up my knee doing, doing the Wii Fit. So it made me fat and then it ruined my knee. So bollocks to you, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's really. something that's something people usually say about their kids they made me fat and then they ruined my knees yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but no yeah I, I don't think they took that into account that the you know jogging on the spot that's a that's a fairly high impact uh mm. exercise on the knees and well, the no, ankles. But then, you know you're looking at your, your bloody fat me and you're like get to work lord i was just like okay i will <laughs> Uh, and then you bet down the doctor and having to explain your mysterious knee injury is okay, no. a wee fit blunder and they look at you like what so, yeah, I, <laughs> I must just uh, close the window because the world is ending outside I don't know if you just heard oh, that at all. it started thank yeah. fuck for that yeah good delete my fat me with you yeah I mean uh, god almighty I've always whenever it, it really is ending he's fucking dying um no, whenever uh, I've made like an avatar, like my Xbox avatar, I always make it on the plumper side. I'm yeah, not I'll a keep complete it real, liar. You know, I keep it real. But tweeting out your weight? No, that's savage. No. Yeah, I no, 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 no. My pin number before I tweeted <laughs> out my weight. Yeah, at least with your pin number, we've got to get your card off you. Exactly. You know. Exactly. At least then I'll have to run down to the bank <laughs> and you know try to cancel the card, at which point I'll be told I have to run back home because <laughs> I can't do that in branch. I have to phone them up. Because the world doesn't make sense anymore. No. Well, like I say, it's coming to an end outside. Uh, oh. First thing I'd do if it really was, phone my mum and go, see, it wasn't me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wonderful. <laughs> Moving on. The Crash Bandicoot remasters really are harder than the originals. <laughs> Everyone thought they were going a bit mental when this came out because <laughs> yeah, yeah, we talked about this. Oh yeah, yeah, that's why I put it up so because we talked about this in our first show yeah. um, that Crash Bandicoot was suddenly harder, the hardest game ever made. Um, yeah, but it uh, turns out it's not just show. you. <laughs> yeah, golden mm. times, eh? Yeah. Uh, but uh, what is interesting is the developers' comments, which are further on in that article, basically saying, "Yeah, suck it up, losers, get yeah, better." Turkish, <laughs> yeah. No, I saw this last week and it was, uh, yeah, the video that's been tweeted here. I saw it on YouTube and it turns out that the jumping has been altered to more closely match the third game in the series, which has had the problem of making the first game in the series much more difficult. And instead of tweaking that, you know, per game, they've just just sort of left it and said, I mean, they have literally recommended that you play 
the second and third game and then go back to the first, which is very, it's very stupid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it is which a is bit. a shame because looking at it, they've clearly put a lot of effort into this one. They have, have you seen the cutscenes? It, it looks brilliant. I mean, they are gorgeous. I, I, yeah. I kind of want it. And this is an interesting thing that, that I'm going through at the moment. If there has been a remaster of a classic game, is it better to play for the first time the original or the remaster? That's a tough one. Now, it's like movies. You see the original, the remake. Mm. But they're not quite remakes in the same way that movies are. No, that's very true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's an honest So for this example, Crash Bandicoot, I've never played any of the Crash Bandicoot games. However, Same. I have an emulator thing here from my Mac. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see, which has, oh, would you look at that? Sony PlayStation and, and all the Crash Bandicoot games on it. And I also have a PS2 behind me again, which I believe I've mentioned ad nauseum, uh, that also runs the Crash Bandicoot games. But I'd have that PS4. I can get this new remaster. What what the fuck do I do? Mm, true. I, I I don't. I. It's weird because I can go back and play like eight and sixteen bit games, and I can enjoy them just as much as like the modern remasters, which you know add a new coat of art and you know proper graphics and stuff. Uh, maybe a new sound, but but there's something about that N sixty four original PlayStation yeah. era. I yeah. can't go back to it. I played it the first time and for some reason going back and playing it fills me with like a real uncomfortable feeling. I don't know why. I may have to talk to someone about that. <laughs> no, I kind of, I think I know what you mean. It is a bit. I just, I don't know if it's me because I experienced that at the first time, you know, when it was fresh or if that era of sort of graphics development genuinely sits in a very uncomfortable place of yeah. just looking kind of shit. No, it kind of does. It yeah. really does. It sort of reminds me people were talking about when the Resident Evil, the first Resident Evil game, or uh, as it was named, the first Biohazard yeah. is in Japan. Um, much better name. Yeah, it is a much better name. You're right. <laughs> um, but uh, they remastered that to look, you know, much nicer and all this sort of thing. But that again, with thing with issue with the controls, because the original Resident Evil is done with what's called tank controls. So, you know, you move forward, you have to sort of stop, turn, then go to another direction. And in the remaster, you could switch that on or off. So if you wanted sort of the original experience of very janky, (laughs) sort of getting massacred by a zombie that's sort of 10 degrees just off your off to your right and you can't turn quick enough or do you want to, you know, you can do the old things as well. You do the new style ones as well. So I think it was, it was a good idea on their part to sort of acknowledge that some people wanted, you know, a vertical authentic experience of janky (laughs) controls and all this sort of thing. Or you can, people who are coming to the series kind of new want to sort of try it in this generation. It's got that modern controls, you know, being able to move in 360 degrees. Yeah. Yeah, being able to move properly, it's always a yeah. It's always this thing. The, yeah, it's funny because the Resident Evil um, remakes and remasters, they uh, they show up a very interesting uh, difference in how the how remasters and remakes can be done. Because you had 
Which then you had Resident Evil One, and then you had that remake of Resident Evil One, which was you know mm-hmm. from the ground up remake that was for the GameCube, and then that sort of last year, the year before, that remake got remastered mm-hmm. for modern consoles, where they you know they uh, uh, everything got tweaked visually, you know the the textures were brought up an extra level, uh, resolution, you know draw distance, and they actually put in the effort on that one. And it's generally been received really well. They made it work widescreen. They, you know, they actually went in and remade stuff to bring it up to uh, a good standard. And then they also, on the other hand, you have their ports of Code Veronica and Resident Evil 4, which have been absolutely the laziest fucking things you've ever seen, where they've just bumped up the textures to whatever they were back in development and put them out with no tweaking, no making sure that they actually run properly, no uh, bumping up draw distances. So it's it's really weird. You, it seems you can't even trust a single developer to be consistent with this. Some things they just love, and other things they'll shed, you know, shove out the door before it's yeah, it's ready at all. See, the- and the you know, Crash seems to be in the you know they have taken the time, but they've also managed to screw something up. Yeah, uh, the the Resident Evil games in particular was one set of games that I've again I've never played any of, and I should have, and I think I would enjoy them. So you, I you go and look on Wikipedia about the the list of Resident Evil games, and you sit there, and you get really really confused, and <laughs> a little bit of blood trickles out of one nostril, and you wipe that away, and close the, the laptop, and think maybe I don't time, need to play one. The first Resident Evil game I played was Resident Evil One on the Nintendo DS and it worked. Right. <laughs> they so made the, it work. See, the, you know, the, yes. the thing is, as well, with Resident Evil, it's it's not a consistent franchise. I mean, obviously, oh, no. it, it, started, it started as survival horror and mm. then by the time that you're getting along, they've done on-rail shooters under the Resident Evil banner. They've done, I mean, and then by the time it went past four uh, five and six are essentially just action shoot em ups um and then seven they've gone back to the roots and it's just another sort of very harrowing survival horror experience but first person Uh, for the first time but first person so yeah i mean to be honest you could pick a resident evil game out of the whole list and then pick another one out of the list and have entirely different experience it's not like um looking over at my shelves it's not like the sniper elite games where it's essentially the same (laughs) game three times that i've played but i still play them well, in each of those games, you get to shoot Hitler's ball. You do, yeah. yeah. In increasing levels of fidelity. <laughs> yes, exactly. The last um, one I did, because I did it on the, um, when I did, did, <coughs> I did a, a stream for charity a couple of months ago. So I did Let's Kill Hitler on the stream. And um, yeah, the, the, the really the, the aching quality, you know, the, the, the extraordinary quality of your bullet slowly spiraling into his, Hitler's testicle. You know, some poor bugger had to program that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. But, you know, at least that's one thing I admire about the Resident Evil franchise is the games have maintained the same, uh, match the same quality as the films. Mm. Just bafflingly, what the fuck from one to the other? Never seen one of the films either. They, they I own all of them. Really? They, are they, they look awful. <laughs> I know they're awful, but it's it's it, it's kind of one of those 
things of like, I just want to watch some mayhem today. Just stick one of them on their fun. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So they are cheesy as all heck, but I oh, mean, yeah. you know, they are a laugh. Absolutely. Wow. What were we talking about? <laughs> well, I was just going to move us on to one last thing then. The, the Nintendo Switch's voice chat app is apparently really shit. And I'm not surprised, and it makes me yeah. put my head in my hands and shake it. And like, well, this is so it is Nintendo. Like the most obtuse thing I've ever read. Yeah, yeah. I, I I threw this in at the end, not because it's news, but just because it confirms what we all knew was going to happen. I I, I think it's actually worse than we knew what was going to happen. I mean, actually, potentially, yeah. The the whole system of using your, an app on your phone for voice chat in a computer game is ridiculous and the systems that there are for for hooking that up are janky at best but this this new revelation that the app can't run in the background it has to be in the foreground with the screen on if you get a text you're fucked yes so this is just ridiculous why would you do that surely that is a couple of lines of code make it run in the background enter that's how i imagine iphone games are made um mm-hmm. so it it it's just off the map fucking dumb is what it is <laughs> and it's frustrating because the switch is otherwise perfectly awesome but this sucked balls yeah this is a system that all other console developers solved many years ago and just for some reason nintendo nintendo's whole approach to online has just been I don't know what they're doing. No, I don't know. It, it's so it's, odd. It, yeah. It, it's out of character, it's out of place that it would be this bad. Yeah. In in my opinion. It doesn't fit with everything else. I mean, why can't you just see what everyone else is doing and see that as the that's the price of entry, so to speak. You've got to you've got to compete with Xbox and PS4 on that. Um, so to not even be doing that is, is kind of out of character. Just put a fucking headphone jack on it, but get one of those ones that's like on my Mac. That's a headphone and a microphone thing. So you don't even need two ports. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still don't really understand why if it looked presented with this sort of cluster fucking nonsense, if, if we were playing all switch, why wouldn't we just do this? Why don't we just Skype? Yeah, yeah, Skype, Discord, you know, one of the many other options that are just available. Ring out me there. for fuck's sake. My yeah. phone does that as well, to be honest. <laughs> that yeah, never I mean, occurred to for, me. I mean, for Christ's sake, the Xbox 360, when it launched, I, it came, it, you know, you could buy a webcam and you could sit and chat to people face to face. Nobody did it mm-hmm. apart from me because I'm a dick. Oh, no, but, I was going to say, unless you want to see a lot of dicks. That yeah, is. <laughs> I was fortunate not to see many dicks. But, um, or unfortunate, you know, your mileage may vary, uh, to each their own. But yeah, they are so far behind on this. It's truly baffling. I mean, I'm thinking, you know, last year, whenever they said they would be trying to embrace mobile gaming a bit more, this isn't what people wanted. No. (laughs) (sighs) Well, I don't know. I just have to shake my head at it a bit. Um, I don't want to talk to people, although, you know, it can be done 
well, that sort of thing. But I actually, mm. I you know, I cancelled my pre-order of Splatoon Two, um, which is out on Friday, and that's mm. the big thing that the voice chat is for. And mainly because, first of all, like I said earlier, one friend, and she lives in America. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not, if I want to do, if I end up doing voice chat on Splatoon 2, I'm going to talk to a random. I really don't want to talk to a random. That, I haven't done that in years. Yeah, I, that, phew, no way. I, I yeah. only want to talk to people I actually know. Um, yeah. So, it, it's, I cancelled the pre-order. It's, it's, you know... I'll see how it goes. I'll maybe pick it up one day. I'm not saying no to it altogether, but I didn't need it day of release. And plus, so many games, it's starting to cause tensions in the house. Mm-hmm. So don't don't keep buying them. Right then. So that's that's all the news for this week. See, there wasn't nothing. There wasn't nothing, but it has been slow hey, because of, I suspect, Comic-Con. Yeah, so we'll get a pile of stuff. and Which is... Tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah, it starts this weekend, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, up on you. Yeah, it does, yeah. Well, this is why, I mean, spoiler alert for the Doctor Who podcast I do, but when me and Mike were talking about the casting of uh, our new Doctor, uh, oh, that's wonderful. Why we wonderful news, but um, this is by the by, but we, I suspect that part of the reason why the casting was announced now is because Comic-Con is this weekend. It's Peter Capaldi's last appearance at Comic-Con, so... They're probably gonna. I would suspect they're probably gonna introduce Jodie Whittaker on there as well. So, yeah. News, news, news in the next week. Hopefully, makes yes. sense. And that was awesome news as well. It really it was. Is. Yeah, I'm so happy about that because this. I don't. Well, this isn't a. This isn't a Doctor Who podcast, so I don't want to go off the thing. But this last series of Doctor Who has been hit and miss. Yeah. yeah we'll say. Uh, we're, yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that at length soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, very pleased with that. Doctor Who is now a Yorkshire woman. Brilliant. <laughs> I never thought about the Yorkshire element. Now I'm brilliant. furious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's from just down the road. And I, uh, I did notice a uh, uh, a thing posted online. Uh, someone ran a few scripts to uh, try to get a read on the general reaction on Twitter, and eighty percent positive to the news. Uh, that it was a, it was it was a it was a she it was a it was a, a booby thing you know a thing with the, um, it yeah. was only sort of you know twenty percent was hatred, and kind of comic hatred at that. I mean that's the problem with it. You can't legitimately have a problem with this, can you? You really can't. No, you can't. It's it, impossible it, it, you- to stand on that hill and sort of hope to remain standing like stop doing what you want with your own fictional character damn you alien <laughs> like what what really yeah. and i think surely at this point now even with all the hatred in the world at the moment which we still i think we're done with the i hate that because it's a woman thing well you say this yeah. um Cheers. i right uh, uh two weeks ago uh, last monday uh I took my little sister to see Spider-Man Homecoming mm-hmm. and we enjoyed it. It was a great film. I think it's one of the best Marvel films that they've made so far, but the taxi we got on the way back, middle-aged, you know, taxi man, he was asking us about the films, the film we went to see. I was sitting in the front and my little sister was in the back, not because she's a woman, but because she's younger and it's her place. Uh, and the taxi driver just sort of right in the middle of it started talking about, he 
can't get behind films with uh, female leads. Just apropos of fuck all. It's just, yeah, no, films with women. Women in the lead, no. No, I can't be doing with that. No, no, it needs to have a fella for me to... And I just sort of sat there thinking, why mention that? That's very odd, isn't it? What is the hoped-for response? I have have a a 17-year-old girl sitting in the back of this taxi. (laughs) And... What am I going to say to you? You're responsible for getting us home safely. This is... Yeah. I, yeah. I, have, a, I have a theory about these people, actually. Uh, I, I can share it with you in two words. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ready? Yep. Super gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't well, mean he- that as any form of, of detrimental comment, but... For God's sake. Not detrimental about them being gay, detrimental about them being repressed. Yeah. About being gay. Yes. I mean, how else do you explain such a overwhelming desire to only see men? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not exactly. that I, I quite like watching fit women. I mean that's that's not an exclusive reason, but you know <laughs> it's just that's the way I'm wired. And so um, if you're if you're wired another way, that is fine. But I don't, I don't think you should hate women because of that, you mm-hmm. know? Well, it's, you know, the thing, it's the old thing that, you know, you like one thing, you're not too fan, you're not too keen on the other thing. Someone says, oh, I bet you really like the other thing. And so you're the sort of knee-jerk response is, I don't like the other thing. In fact, to show how much I don't like the other thing, I hate the other thing. Yeah. There we go. But ultimately, you don't, you know, you don't have to, Fancy Gal Gadot doing to enjoy the Wonder Woman movie. Although that said, I'm yet to speak to anyone who doesn't fancy Gal Gadot. So, yeah, I, d- I don't know. I don't really have any evidence to. Am I the only it. person who's been calling her Gal Gadot? Everyone else seems to be calling her Gal Gadot. Isn't it? Isn't it Gal Gadot? Because I think. Cause didn't we have? Didn't you have this yeah. discussion on? Yeah, we, we I can't remember how you pronounced it. I, I think have, this discussion I, gets started, and then someone looks up a picture of her, and the whole thing just falls to pieces. It just falls apart at that point. No, I have. Yeah. I think uh, so as well. She's Israeli, so I presume she was in the IDF for a while, so she could probably snap us all in half without she thinking was, about it. She was. Not that I've been looking into her or anything, but yeah, she was a fitness trainer. <laughs> yeah, she, could, she could kill us all twice before we hit before. Absolutely. I'm have, a, you seen, yeah, have you seen the, uh, the comic that's been doing the rounds? No. Of her, oh, it's yeah. Uh, uh, it's it's a comic book of her, you know, saying, "But Steve, they're killing those children." Yes, Diana, but those children are from Gaza. Oh, that's okay then. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of, I've seen it doing the rounds quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. My knuckle, it's close to it. Yes, it was very much so. Anyway, but, yeah, anyway, <laughs> to get us off the subject, let's talk about some of the games we've been playing. I have a lot Let's. to talk about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hang on, though. I'm just going to go to the drawer and bring a pile with me. Hang on. <laughs> might hear a bit a of a clattering but, noise. <laughs> I mean, mine are bad, but I don't have a drawer for them. Yeah, I was going to say, to the drawer of solitary delights. <laughs> <laughs> I have a hard drive for that. Right, I, I have some of them here to start with. So I, I, I have discovered something that it is possible to buy a large selection of video games for really not much money. 
<laughs> Especially you mean hard copy discs. Hard, hard, yeah, proper things, right? So I, I have, uh, as I mentioned, I, I set myself up with the PlayStation Two that arrived this week, and then I broke the memory card and had to wait another day to get another one and be able to use it. So I've, all these years later, PlayStation Two memory cards still causing hassle. I know, and do you know what? You can still buy them new. They still make. I'm them. not surprised because you couldn't fucking buy them new when the thing came out. So they've been sitting somewhere. Yeah. I've basically been going through, you know, you go to CEX and you select PlayStation 2 games and then you sort price low to high and they start at 50 pence and you just you just start working your way through. Because the PS2 has quite a, an extensive uh, video game library. To say the, I, I, the figure I've heard is something like 10,000 games. This is because so the something, console had such a long lifespan. Yeah, I could just ask Google this. How many... No, many games did the ah PS2 have? Let's see. No, I'm I sure don't want. A, I don't want a list of games because then I have to count. Oh, there are currently two thousand five hundred and one games on the list on Wikipedia's play, list of PlayStation Two games. And one. Oh, that's so disappointing. Yeah. Delete that thing. Get rid of that. There's going to be way more than that. Uh, um. Anyway, so some of them are in my house now, and the point <laughs> is, is that uh, I haven't quite got to it yet. But I do have Little Britain, the video game. Oh, yeah. The show was good, but I can't imagine that being it, anything other than a fucking disaster. I know, and that's why I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just sat there and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Why is that? <laughs> how how have you even done that? And then the website goes, "Do you want it, Rich? It's fifty p." You're like, "Fuck it, I'll have that fifty p." And then you move on. I have friends, the one with all the trivia. Now this one, I'm bitterly disappointed with. It's a friends based trivia game. I was hoping it was a platform game. Uh, <laughs> the the plot I'd made up in my head was that there were six levels and on each level you played as one of the friends and the plot was that a smelly cat had stolen all the coffee cups from Central Perk and hidden them around New York and you had to go on different levels to collect all the coffee cups to take back. <laughs> this is this is the, well, the oh, friends game I mean, if they'd made it in 1988. I mean, it writes itself. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> Can I ask, is it a Friends game that's trivia about Friends, or is it just a general trivia game? No, it's a trivia trivia about Friends. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. It's, it's, you just get, you open it up and it's like questions yeah. about the Soviet Union, 1970. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's just a skinned version of Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> that's what I, yeah, no, that's it, all I want. It, there are over 3,000 questions and 650 clips highlighting memorable moments from all 10 seasons of the sensational show. I want Joey to be asking me, you know, questions about Margaret Thatcher's involvement in the Gulf War. <laughs> yeah, just that's what I want. <laughs> oh, it's just, no, it's just Joey asking how you doing, and it's like four <laughs> random answers. Yes. <laughs> oh. So something else I've begun collecting as well. I, I've always quite enjoyed Olympics games. Uh, so I have, really? yeah, I don't know why because they're they're always shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> 
but I, I do enjoy them. And every time there is an Olympics, I kind of, I, I want an Olympics Games. And there hasn't been one for ages. The closest we got with the last Mario one. Mario and Sonic. Mario and Sonic. And I, I actually <laughs> went this far. The, I went there are other 2012 games. Was there? Yeah, there's the Beijing 2008 games also. Oh, hang on then. We're going to CEX. I'm pretty sure there's the 2016 games as well. Oh, I'm pretty sure they did something. Let's see. I, I've never gone They've got in. to give a new generation of gamers Carful Tunnel from pressing two buttons. I'm just going to search Olympic. In the, right, Mario and Sonic. Yeah, Mario and Sonic at the Rio 2016 Olympic Games. Yeah, Mario and Sonic at London 2012. See, I don't want a Mario and Sonic one. There, no, there are, there are, there are non-Mario and Sonic ones. Honestly, I've seen them. Olympic gold, Barcelona 92 for the Master System, boxed three pounds. It's funny because the Olympics are, you know, infamously so heavily branded. You know, everything is sold on them, so it is surprising mm. that. You know, there aren't more games, although maybe, I mean, maybe Nintendo and Sega really are paying out the ass for the exclusive rights. I think they do. I think it must be worth a fortune. I could get yeah. Nagano Winter Olympics 98 boxed on the N64 for £4. <gasps> you could play as Torville and Dean. That, that is actually, that feels very cheap for a boxed N64 game. Anyway, so I have Salt Lake City Sorry, 2002. when you said Torval and Dean, all that went through my head there was... That's Yeah, different thing. So I've got Salt Lake City 2002 and Torino 2006. They look like wintry ones. And I have yeah, that'd a- be, yeah. Athens Hold 2004. Winter, no, Salt Lake City, that's Utah. That can't be an Olympics, a Winter Olympics. Yeah, there was yeah. The win- it was Winter Olympics, yeah, in 2002. In Utah? It was Utah. Yeah, because yeah. it's snowy there. They have lots of they really? have ski slopes and stuff. Yeah, honestly. Oh. The um, Mormons are indeed mysterious. They are. Uh, I have the original SSX game. Uh, and, and from the files of why does that film have a game? The Sum of All Fears. <laughs> what? <laughs> Based on oh. Tom Clancy's New York Times bestseller, The Sum of All Fears, starring Ben Affleck and Morgan Freeman. And so, again, why does that film have a game? There's a few like that, and I intend to get them all together. And I want to make start a wiki. Yeah, start a Wikipedia page. I, I kind of want to start uh, some you, do some YouTube videos and uh, or a TV tropes. That would be better for TV tropes. Yeah, they'd be, they'd be more happy to have that. I think. Why the fuck does this game have? <laughs> Why does this thing have a thing? <laughs> um, I've got. Let's see, Gran Turismo because I've never played those, so that I'm quite into Gran Turismo three at the moment. Lake Masters EX, a fishing game. Because fishing, I thought I thought that was something that died with the uh, the Dreamcast. No, there's one. Well, here. You want to get the peripheral, so you don't you, get the peripheral, yeah. Oh, I was going to say you got to get the one with the peripheral where you have to reel it in. An actual reel, yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean you could sort of do that with the Wiimote, but without sort of a clicking reel, I think you're missing out. Absolutely. So I'm I'm yet to discover the delights of Lake Masters EX. I don't you know, know if it's I- EX or X. I'm positive that if you could find, if you could find uh, an arcade with you know actual games in it as opposed to just coin machines, I'm positive you would find it wouldn't be too hard to find one with a fishing game, you know, with an actual fishing controller. Well, funny you should say that because I think Emma lives in the land of arcades. Huh? I do. You do. I do. Great um, and 
Yes, really? it's the land of arcades. Um, well, not proper, like I would say, a lot of them are sort of coin drop arcades, but there are the occasional ones with actual games sort of lurking mm. in them. Um, very, I mean, the thing that seems to be popular at the moment is um, Plants vs. Zombie cabinets. Really? Yeah, because like, I was walking by and I was like, I'm sure that's the Plants vs. Zombies music. <laughs> and I sort of looked in the door and I was like, yep, there's a Plants vs. Zombie machine over there. Wow. Oh, now I want a master system. Let's see. Oh, my first console. I don't Those really want a ma- I can emulate a master system. If, if I bring a but, console but in. But it like, doesn't. You, know, op- you can't emulate the little, you know, slot on the top to cover your, uh, it had a little uh, uh, cover for the slot so the dust wouldn't get in when you didn't have a game plugged uh, in because when, if you switch the console on when it didn't have a game plugged in, Played a game. I, there's no way I'm going to get away with bringing in a console that I can emulate on the Raspberry Pi. Just oh, that'd be crazy. No, I don't. I don't want. I'm going to play Olympic '92 on my Raspberry Pi. That's what that's for. <laughs> yeah, you're a card. That's what you are. <laughs> I've actually, I've, you know, have you have you got the Ultimate Sports games, the Daily Thompson ones though? No. On the uh, oh, okay. I do need to get those on there. Actually. So, yeah, I see there's some really niche sports that have games now, like because um, I was sort of browsing around uh, an Xbox website and they sort of list up the new games that have come out and the new achievements and stuff. So, of course, they have like, you know, your Maddens and your baseball games and basketball and wrestling. Handball. <laughs> there is a full handball game. Mm-hmm. Handball 17 you can now purchase. So I'm really surprised. Handball is you know a very big sport in Europe, but not so much here. Um, uh, not in very much in America, so just sort of a surprise it was even available in the PAL region. Um, yeah, and the tour along with the Tour de France game, which I can only presume is some sort of carpal tunnel inducing nightmare. I can't <laughs> imagine that being good. Does that come um, with the syringe peripheral? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> free wristband in every packet. I love that idea. Yeah, just move the wristband <coughs> onto the bicep that pinches off the vein, and in you go. That's it. That's how you play that game. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I encourage everyone to uh, troll the 50 pen section of CEX because there's some wonderful, <laughs> wonderful things in there. Like Gaelic <laughs> Games Football 2. Oh, why would you bother? Sorry, it's 50 terrible pens, memories of having it? to do Gaelic in school. Oh, right. We don't have that problem. Yeah, do you think it's hard enough, you know, football, at least the ball is on the ground. You know, in Gaelic, you pick the ball up and every five steps, you have to bounce it off the top of your foot and catch it again. Otherwise, you're out. Guess who was out? <laughs> I, I, Coming to <laughs> Kabaddi yeah. 18. Uh, International track and field for the PlayStation 2. I'm, I'm scrolling games and... <laughs> terrible thing I, I some of them are just so hideous it's, it's like of course i need to see what that is babe the game <laughs> what is that i need to know i need to know <laughs> just have an argument with a spider for three hours um <laughs> um yeah i, I keep what i keep seeing is, is i'm sort of trying to get a full set of the uh, lego games and stuff and uh, i'd like to play all of them because I, I like them um you are hard pressed to find a copy of lego indiana jones 2 not packaged alongside kung fu panda the game 
Huh. It come mostly they come in a two pack. You get, you know, one you want one, you're gonna get the other whether you like it or not. So yeah, if you if you're desperate for a kung fu panda tie in. Well the, No, but you know. <laughs> 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 oh. it, it was okay. Um I haven't seen it. I have not seen it. Uh, it well, I, you know, I hear it's game. it's okay. another wonderful Jack Black vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. G1 Jockey 3 is a game for the... It's like a jockey game. <laughs> Why? How does that even work? I'll be able to tell you in a couple of weeks. Do you know there are several fishing games and snooker games? Oh yeah, well, snooker and pool games have always been popular. I mean, with VR, oh, I have coming one. Out, there's still quite a few. Where did that one go? I've got, I've got a pool game. Oh, what's it called? Come on, pile of games. Where is it? I think I missed it, or I've lost it, or something. It's not there. Hang on. You know, I was worried I was going to be the unprofessional one. Yeah. Oh, it's there. Right. Sorry. I, it's. <laughs> Pool Paradise. And it's got- I had that. I think every PC had that at some point. Pool Paradise. It's got Jimmy White on the cover. From yes. The, you remember Jimmy White from the 90s? He was good at snooker oh, and shit. Sorry, I've just, I've, I'm surfing a wave of nostalgia and it's tipped me off. Jesus. The highly acclaimed yes. pool simulation returns better than ever and ready to wipe the, the base. I do believe that had cutscenes of him, uh, you know, doing trick shots. And then, you know, it would load you up and then you had to try and do the same trick shot, but with no physical feedback whatsoever. <laughs> I've never been able to play the, the snooker games because, say, for the lack of feedback, I just yeah. can't, I can't yeah. get on board with them. No, it's like, how far should I pull the mouse back? And then how fast should I push the mouse forward? There is no way to judge. There isn't, but I'll, I'll figure out something with Jimmy White. Yeah. Me and Jimmy on our <laughs> island paradise. And also, oh, League Series Baseball 2. I felt I could skip League Series Baseball and go straight to the sequel. Yeah, yeah I think you're probably right there. I've not had a baseball game since the Philips G7000, so I thought it might be interesting because it's baseball and who gives a fuck, really? Sorry yeah. to everyone in America. It's But not it, really. Not really. It's, it's really dull. I mean, I don't it like is. sports at the best of times, but I went to a baseball game and after three hours, when no one had scored a point, I was sat there thinking, how dare you badmouth football? For yeah. fuck's sake. But anyway. Yeah. Oh, we'll get an email. What have you two been playing? Emma, what, what have you had? Anything this week? Or? Um, well, I'm, so I'm, about, um, I'm about three quarters of the way through Far Cry 3 at the moment. Uh, so I will tell you, what's, what struck me about it is... Is your um, story? Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly right. You took the words right out of my mouth. Um, actually, it's actually sort of got the Ubisoft symptom, much like Assassin's Creed Black Flag, and it, a game I enjoyed very much. Ninety-five percent for just the buggering about mm. and hunting wild animals and doing random quests and just sort of walking around the island or driving around the island or sailing around the island it, it, but when the game's like can you go and do the story quest now? I'm like no I want to because it's rubbish <laughs> so I can tell you a story about that <laughs> uh, yeah the uh, the big problem was with uh, Far Cry 3 was that 
the writer, I can't remember his name. Uh, this is a bit vague because this is from years ago because it's now quite an old game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writer wrote the game as a satire of uh, the contemporary sort of, you know, the, the state of modern uh, of the writing in modern video games, you know, the white mm-hmm. savior narrative, uh, savage, you know, locals and all that. And the problem was he uh, forgot to take into account Poe's law, which is if your work of satire is indistinguishable from the thing you are trying to satirize, you have failed. You have yeah. just contributed yeah. to the thing that you supposedly hate. And that was the big problem with Far Cry 3 story is it's supposedly trying to poke fun at, you know, all these uh, tropes, but it plays it completely straight faced and just completely fails. I, I'm uh, not, yeah, wow. Sorry to interrupt. Um, I, I real yeah, I have the same problem with it. When it, when I bumped into you on there the other night, Emma, and when mm. I was playing it, that was the last time I played it. And it was when oh, I okay. sort of realized, oh, you want me to do lots of shit, like just collect animal skins over and over again. And I couldn't be asked with that. But also I was struck by how shit the story was. And now you're pointing <laughs> it out. I Yeah, that's every problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's all the problem with it. I mean, I, again, like you, I was a bit like, I don't want to go and run after a goat for uh, all this yeah, time. But it's... actually, so once you get past the initial thing of like, oh, you need it for crafting, and they craft the stuff, once you get past that sort of first level of it, it's actually much more enjoyable. So I kind of powered through that first sort of couple of hours of, you know, messing around and sort of, but I say actually sort of hunting for relics and stuff like that's actually quite fun because they're, they're sort of quite interesting little they sort of set up little puzzles for you to have to go and get them. So that's quite interesting. Like I say, what I, what sort of struck me was um, usually when you do these games and it's where you know, you're on an island or, you know, in a city, you will bump into invisible walls constantly and, you know, you, you feel like, oh, there's a building I should be able to go up that and you can't. Actually, with this, this with, with the island in Far Cry 3, you can actually climb every mountain and fall every stream. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> yeah. You can actually... You could, you know, if like you, you see a thing, it's like, what if I drive up that? I can. You can you know, totally that's can funny do because that. that introduced the problem in Far Cry 4 mm-hmm. because you can unlock a little helicopter, a little, you know, one man helicopter thingy. And the thing is, a big part of the game is climbing to the top of these towers to unlock all the points of interest around them. Mm hmm. And so logic denotes the first thing you do when you get the little helicopter thingy is you take it above the tower, you jump out, and you parachute down into the top of the tower. But they couldn't let you do that. So for some reason, the very top layer of the tower is composed of some sort of hyper-slippery, frictionless surface Mm. that you cannot land on. And if you attempt to, it will just throw you off the side of it, and you will fall to your death at the foot of the, the tower. So... Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, I think it kind of depends on a bit. It was a bit like, well, it seems to be symptomatic of all these Ubisoft games. If you played any Assassin's Creed games, you know, you'll know having to climb up a building and do the points of interest around. But to be honest, that was kind of some of the actually sort of looking up at the building and working out how to get up it and then going up it and doing it. I found quite, I quite like it. 
So mm. I quite like going and, you know, finding your way up these towers and doing all the points of interest and then going and looking at the points of interest. I quite like that stuff. So when the game is like, okay, you've done all that now, you have to go and play the actual main plot you don't like. You're like, <laughs> I don't want to. Stop making me do it, mum. You know, so it's sort of... Um, yeah, I've sort of got to the point with the with Far Cry 3 of I'm sort of getting to the end of the busy work part of it, the actual part I'm sort of enjoying, and then I think I'm probably just going to crush through the story just to just to finish it, um, just to sort of because I sort of don't like leaving things kind of yeah. half finished. It just annoys me, so I, I will I will sort of power through to the end. But I have been playing something else as well. The final part of the DLC for Sniper Elite Three or Four, sorry, has finally come out. It hit it dropped yesterday so i was playing that and um i caramba it is hard um <laughs> it's 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 one of the biggest chunks of dlc they've done for this game um uh it's i say it's it's a challenging level and i appreciate that and um yeah but some of the achievements they put along with it appear to me to be impossible to normal humans <laughs> um so i will do what i usually do in and put the game away and be mad at it for a week and then watch someone else's youtube video of how to do it and then copy them um because I, i've also done a bastard thing of they've um, introduced a new difficulty level because anyone who's played the sniper elite games knows there's basically sort of easy which is called Cadet Normal, which is they usually call Marksman, the hard one, which is Sniper Elite. And then um, they, three and four, introduced Authentic, which I tried to play once and it is very bare bones. Essentially, you know, there's no HUD. Um, right. when, you, when you look through the scope in these, uh, it usually gives you wind, direction, distance and things. So, you know, because in, in the Elite, but um, difficult where you have to account for bullet drop mm -hmm. and things like that. But in the authentic mode, they take away all of that. And when you don't have a spotter, it means you just have to guess, um, <laughs> which is usually comical because you have to, have to miss in and then have to run away from a firefight. But for, in their wisdom, they have introduced authentic plus difficulty, which I assume that someone just comes around your house and beats you up because I'm not <laughs> sure how you can make it hard and authentic. They um, send around a Nazi. Yeah, they send a natural Easy Nazi to find to these house. days, sadly. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Sniper Elite is quite a strange one for me in that they, they are essentially all the same game, but I, I like them very much. Um, the X-ray bullet cam has not yet got old for me. I um, still love it. And I still love it, yeah. And for some reason, all the Sniper Elite games are every, every without fail, every one has been one has been in a theatre where my granddad fought. Oh. So I don't know what they're doing because the first one, the V two, which is the one that came out for three hundred and sixty, that's in Germany. So my granddad was in Germany. The third one was in Africa. My granddad was in Africa, um, and this fourth one's in Italy, and my granddad was in Italy. So. <laughs> He did, yeah, he was his desert rat. So they um Do they, you have they got around, many yeah. extended family over there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That you know of? <laughs> I don't know. Don't ask me that. Um. So. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. It's very strange. So Sniper Elite Five. If it ends up in Lewisham, I'm going to be very upset because they're <laughs> following our lives. Oh. <laughs> wonderful. I just that's all I've been playing. The, um, we're in the because in most of the games I haven't actually played uh, many of the Cyber League games, but I do know that 
the you know killing Hitler. Each game does have a, sh- a killing yeah, Hitler mission. Yeah, let's it? kill Hitler. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's usually DLC. So um, where usually in their DLC does that fall? Do they get that out of the way quickly, or do they save it to the end? Usually, what it is, it's um, it's a completely separate mission, so it isn't yeah. anything to do with the main storyline of the game. Because um, that would be problematic. That would be problematic, and also, you know, you can't. We, we know historically that yeah. sadly Hitler did not yeah. die that way. I mean, because yeah, so the first. I mean, usually it's just on a level. So in Sniper Elite Four, it's on a um, it's like in a, a U-boat pen, which Hitler's going to um, going to inspect. So you have to infiltrate the U-boat pen, and then um, usually they have like five or six or seven different achievements for killing him in, in various different amusing ways. Um, you know, like dropping a, a big stone eagle on him or blowing up a torpedo next to him and things like that. Um, I was I was hoping that they would do one where you infiltrate the Berghof or something like that, but no, it's usually just sort of a. Um, sort of a generic kind of level um, that they do it on. But yeah, the the object is to kill Hitler in as many amusing ways as you can conceive of. And um, yeah, because I mean, this one, there's an achievement for putting a bomb in his casserole, which was quite fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wonderful. Yeah, it is quite there. I mean, again, it's it's, it's it's incredibly sort of juvenile if you really boil it down of like, oh, you know, chewing him right in his dick. Yeah, great, bang. But um, yeah, I mean, when you actually do it and, and nail him from across, you know, that's that's the thing of Sniper Elite, the sort of the, the visceral satisfaction of sitting, you know, 500 metres away and nailing someone from across the map is, you know, it is immensely satisfying. For I, me anyway. I, I do really enjoy one of the things that I love the X-ray cam and I yeah, love it the in games cam, like yeah. um, the Mortal Kombat franchise. I don't really play them. I've seen mm-hmm. YouTube compilations of all of the most visceral, you know, uh, fatalities. Yeah. And I I love watching them. And yeah, I don't know what it is. It just sort of activates your lizard brain, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And there are people who constantly say, Well, I really like the game, but I thought even I thought that, that was that was too far. And I just think what are you? What life have you led? It's not to say you can, how can you not enjoy watching, you know, Sub Zero rip out someone's head and complete spine? I it, just the level of the increasing yeah, levels bad. of details yeah. that they're going to, or you know, the re, the most recent one. I mean, aside from anything, you have to marvel at the level of detail they have modeled the human body. Yeah, and not even not just the human body, but all these different you know subspecies with different organ layouts and uh, uh, how you cannot at a basic level appreciate seeing that being pulled inside out. Literally that's, I can't remember who it is. One of the psychic characters literally pulls everything out of a character through their mouth. Even if you don't get the visceral thrill, which I do. And also, I mean, it, Going back to the first Mortal Kombat and stuff, I mean, it sort of brings back um, kind of nostalgic memories, obviously being British and of a certain age, of Games Master and uh, of Patrick Moore telling some child how to do <laughs> a fatality or something, you know. So I have every episode of Games Master saved to an external hard drive. Oh, that's cool as fuck. <laughs> it really is. And it, it's genuinely so much fun to go back and watch. Oh, man, I should look some up on YouTube. It's yeah. great. I have a series of bits. Do you remember bits? Yeah, I remember bits, yeah. I have one series of bits. Uh, the others seem to be lost in time, like tears in the rain. But uh, yeah, I don't know if it's nostalgia, but they are. We just generally don't get TV like that these days. That's been offloaded to YouTube, sadly. 
Uh, oh yeah, me. It's my turn. Oh yeah, go for it. <laughs> uh, well, I've had a I've had a fairly busy gaming week. Um, yeah, I think as a new thing for the for the show, we've made it three episodes. I've been playing a new release. Oh, I know. Not a triple A or anything. It's um, Serial Cleaner. Uh, oh, I've heard of this. Yeah, it's a uh, sort of. I don't know how you describe the perspective. It's not top down. It's not isometric. It's um, like if you took a side platformer and lifted the camera up and aimed it down 45 degrees um, type thing. But it's a, a top down uh, stealth puzzle game, I, I suppose you would call it, where you are playing a cleaner who has to go to various crime scenes and remove bodies and evidence and clean up blood. And they're being, you know, patrolled by uh, police and other various things. And it's a very fun little game. I I was drawn to it mainly because the art style is just fantastic. It's drawn in the style of sort of a 70s um, pastel, uh, you know, those uh, Saul Bass, uh, Alfred Hitchcock posters, like for mm-hmm. Vertigo yeah. and stuff. It uses that art style, uh, you know, geometric shapes. It's very nice, you know, very nice art style combined with, uh, you know, blood and gore everywhere. And it's just a very well put together little puzzle game. And uh, it came out for a tenor. And I thought, well, why not? And I've been enjoying it very much. Uh, It's got an interesting story, sort of. (laughs) Uh, you sort of alternate between doing a cleanup for the mob, who you owe a lot of money to, and also doing cleanup for a serial killer who is echoing other serial killers, which allows the game to sort of ape setups from other, you know, real life serial killers like the, um, what you call it, the the Zodiac killer. Oh, Matt, you, mm. you know what, Mike? I think you just sold me it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because that's cool as fuck. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I, I like that because it allows them because it's set in like uh, 70s America. And you're going through, you know, uh, the in-between missions. Sort of when you start a mission, you start at your house, which you share with your elderly mother. And you get to walk around and uh, listen to the radio and read the newspapers and uh, take phone calls and chat to your mom. And then you head out to clean up, uh, you know, a vicious... Uh, killing spree <laughs> and it's just very funny and very charming and as you're going around picking things up and disposing of bodies uh, you know the character has little thought bubbles you know about what's going on and it's actually pretty difficult as well it's a, it's got a good difficulty curve on it it starts out very you know fairly easy but it, it slowly ramps things up on you there's only 20 levels okay uh, but there's also a bunch of bonus levels which you unlock by finding film canisters dotted around the uh, uh, various other levels. And those bonus levels are based on films. So there's one, I know there's one for uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Uh, There's one for Alien. Uh, Where else is there? I haven't been looking into them too hard, but I haven't actually played any of the bonus levels yet. Okay. um, Because I'm still working my way through the main story because it does get difficult towards the end. It does get difficult, but... uh, you can also unlock outfits, but I don't think they have any meaningful gameplay changes. Um, but yeah, for a tenor, it is definitely 
definitely well worth it. I've been having a lot of fun with it. And uh, yeah. Oh, that sounds awesome. I think I'm, I might go in there and pick that up then because that sounds, because um, I say, I mean, because I was like, oh, that sounds like a really cool concept. Um, and sort of when it came out, I sort of read the reviews and I thought, well, okay, that sounds quite cool. Maybe I'll pick that up like, when it comes out on sale or something. But sort of hearing more details about it, I think actually mm-hmm. I, I might I might sort of take the plunge on that a bit earlier than I thought. Yeah, that sounds really fun. Yeah, I was surprised it came out as cheap as it did. Uh, it's another uh, Steam Greenlight success, you know, a Steam. Uh, yeah. I, think I, I think I saw a, a version of it played a few months ago when it was still in early access. Now it sort of was on my radar. So when it came out at, you know, such a low price point it's it's a good value i think i think it's very good value there's yeah. one odd thing about it though whenever i started off for the first time uh, a little pop-up came up and said that the game would be uh using your location data to tailor the game some some of the content of the game to your location and okay it says you know you can turn this off at any time you know you can turn it off right then so that it never actually does it at all but I don't know if it's just because I live in Belfast and they didn't take into account, you know, anywhere outside the US. I don't know what that does. Right. Maybe at the very end of the game, it'll do something. But so far, there has been no, you know, no, you know, oh God, this crime took place in Limavati. Go down and sort it out. Uh, none of that. So I'm, I'm very confused by that. I've left it on, but I don't know what it does. That, that worries In which me. case, then I might I might change mine to London then so you play the Cray Twins DLC or something. That would be great. <laughs> that would be great. No, if they, it's a kind of game, if they did, uh, you know, another, you know, a pack of another 10 levels for a fiver, I'd buy it up. Mm. Yeah. But uh, aside from that, I've also started in on The Witcher. The uh, first one or the first one? Two of, okay. Yeah. I can't, I can't start three i just can't i tried no i tried i genuinely tried uh, i got it on ps4 uh ages ago and i think i got through the intro area okay but then i got to the point where it suddenly thrusts you into the choose a 2005 mm-hmm. and asks you to make you know a series of decisions that you would have made in the previous games but with virtually no context for any of them and i just couldn't do it right so, I mean, I, I, so while I've sort of, I've only sort of played basic, uh, the most basic end of RPGs. I mean, obviously I played the fallouts and things like that, but um, so while I think, you know, I enjoyed that and I thought, I think RPGs are some of the, obviously they're sort of a, a market for the, the very impenetrable RPGs that on yeah. PC and stuff, but the one they put on console are pretty much, you know, for dummies. So I can sort of manage that, but with the, with the I sort of the more fan, yeah, but with the more fantasy ones, as soon as people start talking about manner, I'm like, oh, I'm out. Yeah, I, I do. Like, Let me just shoot my, you with a gun. I prefer my <laughs> RPGs to be sort of uh, sci-fi as opposed to Western. Yeah, I was going to say, can I, someone just give me a fucking shotgun and let me solve this problem. I haven't got time to learn a spell, mate. <laughs> <laughs> my spell is a twelve gauge. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. But you see, I, I was very much like this. So the game is kind of, it, is, it tutorializes fairly well, but it is, it does seem to be a fairly in-depth RPG. Mm. And I wasn't sure about this because, you know, it's actually, what year is it from? What, what year is The Witcher 1 from? Let me just, The Witcher, blah, blah, blah. 2007, 
about 10 years ago. Okay. I say 2007, and then I realized, oh, it's a decade. Oh, Shush. time, you <laughs> bastard. It, it looks well for uh, a game from back then. I'm sure, you know, The Witcher 3, you know, is sort of famed for being absolutely gorgeous. So I'm sure that this was, you know, uh, the same in 2007. But what I found out very quickly <clears throat> is that the core gameplay mechanic of The Witcher is finding women, uh, seducing them by doing several missions and bringing them several gifts, at which point you sleep with them and you are granted a nude art card of them. Mm, They've turned sex into a trading card game. Ew. I love this game. (laughs) 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 I love this game. Uh, That, you know, there's this whole, you know, other plot going on where I have to go and retrieve some shit and retrieve my memories, which, you know, conveniently have been lost. And, you know, all these people want me to do jobs and that. That's, you know, that's all side stuff now. That's all side stuff. I'm now tracking down any, you know, uniquely named female NPC is now a target. <clears throat> and I was playing it before we started uh, recording tonight's episode. And so far, the art cards had sort of been progressing in terms of um, how explicit they were. <laughs> The first one you get uh, very early, sort of in the prologue, where you meet a character who you have had a relationship with, but now you don't have your memory, and she gets injured, and you save her, and you give her a potion. And in the same cutscene, where you give her a potion that saves her life, she invites you into bed. Because, Hmm. yeah, I wouldn't be comfortable with that. Oh, it seems I would, more transactional. I would say, well, no, at the very least, I would say, you know what? You look, Catch your breath. Yeah, don't think about breath. it. Are you, you know, <laughs> well, well, a cup of tea first. You, you are yeah. not going to approach the weirdness that you get with Fire Emblems on the 3DS. <laughs> well, yeah, but then she immediately get, you know, gets me into bed. I can only assume she was attempting to literally bang the memories back into my head. <laughs> this will sort him out. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. It doesn't mean her. you can't try again, love. Yeah. Um, so you're basically so you're playing tasteful nudes, a video game. Well, this is this is uh, where the escalation has come in because the first card that I got was uh, you know a, a rendering, and because of the disparity between what the game, you know, what the character models look like versus what the concept art looks like, which is what these cards are. Um, the oh. first one, it, it is also an interesting thing to see what this character was supposed to actually look like. But the first one of her, who is a major story character, like in, I know that she pops up repeatedly throughout the franchise. Um, it's just her sort of in bed and she has a sheet over her. You know, there is no actual nudity. Uh, the next town I went into, um, I went into a tavern and saved a barmaid. And for that, <laughs> uh, I got a topless card. <laughs> you know, topless, just topless. Then, in the same area, I uh, found a witch, saved her from an angry mob, um, banged her. And it was a much more, still just topless, but much more suggestive. She had hands covering the, the, the nethers. And I've been sort of running around, doing other things, and I entered an area <laughs> in the game. 
<laughs> I entered an aria, a magical groove, and I'm gonna. This is NSFW, but I'm going to drop a picture into the Skype because this is what I encountered. I turned a corner, and this is what I saw. Hang on, I'm trying to. Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is, um, what are they called? <coughs> uh, yeah, for anyone at home wanting to know what these are, search for Witcher Dryad, D-R-Y-A-D. And my character was completely nonplussed by this. <laughs> completely nonplussed by this? No, completely. And yes, there are boob physics. Um, and yes, I can sleep with her. All I need to do is bring her a wolf pelt. Well, she needs See, it. She's some women are just never happy, are they? Like, some women are just <laughs> never happy. Yeah. So that <laughs> took me by surprise. I thought as a Star Trek fan, you might appreciate that, Rich. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm looking. Literally, I turned the corner wow. because yeah, I, it suddenly went from you know not to sixty. Tasteful nude. Tasteful nude. Tasteful nude. Full frontal. So I'm looking forward to finding out what her art card is. And I can play this on the PC, I see. You can. It runs pretty well. It runs pretty well. And it, like I say, it doesn't look bad for a game from 2007. This is it, where... It looks... It holds up pretty well. Yeah, this is where I look up its system requirements. And... Yeah. Uh, oh, hang on, hang on. Can I get this on Steam? Oh, yeah. That's where I'm playing it. Right. Okay. That's clearly the, the right thing If I thing just to, to show you the, the sort of contrast, where is my Skype window gone? Just hang on, I've just launched Steam. Now, I'm only using a Core i7 for this, so we might be about 25, 30 minutes. Uh. Yeah, I will just, for the uh, for the sake of... Where's the fucking thing? I will drop in the first art card that you get in the game, and you can, you know, you can behold the comparison. Oh, that's well. Oh, that's much more tasteful. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that is quite quite a tonal shift from the first one to that it one. It really was. Yeah, that then. Yeah, that topless, topless, topless. Boom. <laughs> Green pubes. <laughs> do I do I want the Witcher Enhanced Edition Director's Cut? That's what I'm playing. Is that that's the one? Right. Hang on. Let's let's look at the system requirements for this ten year old game and see if my Mac can indeed run it. I just want to say. At the very least, I didn't know this was part of the game when I started playing it, whereas I've shown you that this is part of the game and suddenly you want to play it. It just, uh, you know, the Witcher, trilogy, <laughs> the Witcher games, that's uh, uh, another series of games. Because I've, you know what, it's come up because I've had, it, oh. as you know, I've had PS4 game issues over the last year or so. And, uh, when you look at the Metacritic scores for PS4 games, the Witcher games are, are in there right at yeah. the top. So it's, it's if I were to like start looking at the games that are the best rated for the platform, then, you know, I want to like you, I can't start with the third one. I can't. I've got to, I've got to start from the beginning. This will actually run on my Mac as a Mac. Um, yeah. Like I say, it's not overly demand. It's a bit, you know, it can be a bit buggy at times, but generally it's, um it's pretty good i've had one crash but i didn't lose any progress uh for a game from this era it has a pretty decent auto save as well mm. yeah and uh yeah 
Yeah, I'm uh, gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a green leafy chick. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, only six nine. Oh no, yeah, six ninety nine. Yeah. There it is. Along Cheaper with, than a wolf pal. Oh, you can get the entire trilogy for forty two pounds or something. I think I got the whole thing for like you know hugely reduced in a seal. I so these are actually all available on Mac OS and in fact Steam OS. Uh, CD CD Projekt Red are very very well regarded as a developer for sort of the support and the the quality of the games. This is good, and even the like recommended specs for the Mac <laughs> are actually not all that bad. That's the second one though. Let's look at the third one. I bet this one takes some. Umph. Oh, this is only right. Witcher three is only Windows. Yeah, yeah. But it is a, it, it's a that it, you know, Witcher three is a, a hefty game. Mm. I'd get that but one yeah. on PS four though, because that would be kind of the point. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds. Uh, so yeah, that was an interesting. Like I say, if anyone wants to know what you know they reacted to. It, Witcher Dryad D R Y A D. Okay, then. they're an they're an all female species, wouldn't you know? Oh, that's what a shame. <laughs> yeah, shock. <laughs> I don't know how that would work, but okay. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was disappointed because whenever I saw these art cards, I thought it would be fantastic if there was an in-game mission where I had to go and have my. Uh, the characters you're playing calls is called Geralt. It would be fantastic if you had to go and have his portrait. Yeah, I was going to say, you get to see any dong in this game for all the for all the boobs that are going on? I, I is there? Uh, hold on, Witcher dong. I wouldn't Google that. But, you know. <laughs> Gamefax, Gamefax, tenth of June, two thousand sixteen. Is there any dong in this game? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I don't, Again, sadly, shocking. I agree. I agree. It is a, a great shame because I genuinely would have loved to sort of, you know, if you had to choose from several poses. Yeah. <laughs> because in my mind, this is something they're doing. This isn't a sort of a, a, a layer of abstraction in my mind, in the Witcher universe, when you have sex with a woman, she gives you a card. If only real life I mean, was like yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, is it like as stupid as like in you know, infamously in the God of War that you know the camera pans away and then you're presented with a series of buttons to mash? No, again, like I say, like the art cards themselves, the the uh, cutscenes, very tasteful. You know, there is a pan away. You occasionally hear some moaning or shouting, but it's presented in a very tasteful manner. And then I turned the corner. <laughs> And there she was. I was going to say, yeah, you know, I, I need a report as to what the shag in the dryad was like. <laughs> You'll get it. I Maybe promise that next you next week. week. What do you, you know, I honestly, this entire time we've been talking, I've been thinking, let's wrap this up so I can get back to this. <laughs> important, important stuff. For yeah, I, I haven't. Reporter. I have to find a wolf. No. <laughs> yeah, now. <laughs> now. I, no, the funniest thing will be if she just takes it and goes, cheers very much, and that's it. It's a bugger off. <laughs> no, 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 no. Specifically. <laughs> Specifically. Um, she, uh, the conversation where she, <laughs> she specifically mentioned that uh, her species only procreates with mortal men, 
for uh, procre- for um, procreational purposes, and the man has to prove himself worthy. And apparently, oh, the way sorry. I do that is by finding a wolf, killing it, and bringing it to the pillow. Or alternatively, I am tempted to, to wait till further in the game and buy the pelt from someone. Yeah, I was going to say, really, you could, you could, you could skip it entirely and just pay for one. So at least yeah. we look, you know, then you, you're financially supportive of the dryads as well. So you know, I mean, she I is you literally. Should, she'll take either. She is literally the most sort of mercantile that I met, and in the the game's second chapter, I uh, had to seduce. I actually had to seduce a prostitute. I had to go around and beat up a bunch of guys for her before she was handed over. Uh, and yet, this chick, wolf pelt, that's all I want. I'll tell you what, just, the, just as, uh, you know, coming off of that, I always get so worried in video games where they're like, you know, go and seduce such and such because I doubt my own game, so like my personal romance game so much that I'm, you know, I'm so worried <laughs> that I'm going to fuck you up. Well, <laughs> that like, did I happen. that bad. I'm fucking married. I should do something, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm, I, I think I'm playing this because usually in games which have like romance options, I I pick one, and you know that's my my goal. I turn down all the other options. Mm. But the most recent time with that happened was uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, and the game bugged out, and I completed a hundred percent of the game, but it locked me out of my romance option. Mm. So I think that's why I'm now playing The Witcher, and I'm just sticking it in everything. Honestly, <laughs> just every creature. I, I, yeah, I recently discovered a dragon and I was looking for a hole. I just, yeah, this is just. I, I'm, I must see the tasteful nude of the dragon. Yeah, it's going to be great. Well, I feel we've crossed the line, but that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's how things are. That's okay. Uh, I, I think that's the end of the show, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in so many ways. In, in so many ways. I, it's probably just this episode, though. Don't worry. Uh, that's that's fine. Uh, I just want to say, The Witcher's a very good game. Just, you know, this is it's a very good game. Well, you certainly seem to be enjoying it. I'll say, say that for it. Uh, anyway, we haven't had any email, but it's uh, simply syndicated. Is it just gaming news that's simply syndicated? Whatever. I think that's the one you said, the, yeah. The, the, I'm not that fussed because any email that comes through to the server that is at a wrong address comes to me anyway. So if someone had emailed us, I'd know. And God, does that get some shit sent to it. I'll tell you that. Thank God for Gmail. Um, mm. That's the thing. So uh, if you want to email us about anything, you know, and I'm surprised that we haven't really hit on a lot of opinions with things. with. That tells me that we're right about things, and people just sit there nodding along, or, going, or, or that no one's, or that no, no people are definitely listening. Don't worry, <laughs> people are definitely listening. Hello to all you people listening now. So we'll be back next week some, with some more gaming news, and until then, bye bye, everybody. <laughs>